Welcome to Cashville, y'all, and welcome to our last episode of 2021. This is No Ties 1879, a podcast where we, two Fijian folks, talk about our experiences growing up in a white Canadian suburb and raise awareness about Gitamit, the British indentured labor system. This is Ange. And this is Ash. And before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the traditional territory of the Tuasin and Musqueam First Nations and all of the Hunkuminum speaking people who have been stewards of this land since time immemorial. I would also like to offer my respect to all the elders who have gone before us today and to all the elders and First Nations who are with us now. Sorry, guys. Our teleprompter got cut out here. <laughs> you think like fucking six months later we'd have that shit memorized and also I wouldn't have fucked that up, but... I have a lot of things to commit to it, memory, man. It got really, yeah, I don't know. It fucking froze and uh, you know it's what? You good. showed up. Yeah. You made it happen and we did it. Yeah, no disrespect <laughs> there. Not trying to fuck up our land acknowledgement. Yeah, I know. That's like the most important part of this whole thing. So. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> well done, though. Well done. Yes. What up today? Oh, man. Last episode. Of the year. Of the year. That's crazy because like, yeah, it's it's been six months. Yeah, I it's mean, been it's like been uh, almost a year to the day of the whole. Because yeah. you asked me on New Year's Eve if I wanted to do this or not. And you're on your way out. And I was watching street racing on TV. I remember how that oh, day was. Wow. Yeah, I remember you. It was when this room we're sitting in was all fucking. Yeah. It was a trash dump. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting over there. I was right. watching street racing because it was. Street Racing Day on TV, so, and this is when I first discovered Street Outlaws on TV. What up, big shout out. What up, <laughs> Memphis Street Outlaws, Yeah, oh my God, remember the what time up? we saw one? Oh my God, well, we saw a truck. Wait, no, cancel. That's a different show. Different yeah. show, moving on. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, it was New Year's Eve that you asked me. Yeah. You just like, you were on your way out to go hang out with some... Um, People locally, actually. You're going to a... Oh, yeah. You're going to a party. Going to a local hang. You're going to the pastry man's party. Oh. Yeah. Bro, I remember this like it was yesterday. And then uh, um, on your way out, you're like, hey, so like, uh, I want to do this thing. And I'm like, yeah, cool. And you're like, cool. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, (laughs) we're not going to see eye to eye on some stuff. And I like (laughs) a lot of stuff you like. And and, yeah, I'm down. And you're just like... Looking at me like, well, fuck, that was easy to convince you to just- Zero effort involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was just hanging out, just like, yeah, sure, why not? I'm not fucking doing anything. So it literally is. We're recording this on Thursday, December the 30th. Yeah. Tomorrow is the 31st. And for all you lovely people who it already is the new year for you, happy new year. But like, yeah. it literally is almost a year to the day- it's crazy. Of the inception of this project- nuts. Yeah. I just wanted to throw that in. Nice. I want to leave that a surprise. I didn't know if you knew that or I, not. I did not remember that I remembered it. That's why I was like, wow, this is fucking crazy how this is working out like this. Just like a literal yeah. year. I do remember saying to the day many times last year that like during this this month, month of December and stuff, I was like, because I had already been thinking about it before I said anything to you. And I just remember thinking like, this time next year is going to be so different. Yeah, you did say that. To yeah. Me. I remember that. 
I and I keep more. saying it because it's so true. Like yeah. this time next year, things are going to be so different again. Yeah. It is drastically different. I mean, we've uh, gone from, you know, just talking about it. I don't know when, uh, how soon was it after we, uh, after you talked to me about it that we actually started to put quote unquote boots on the ground? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, the front line was established. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, forward operating base. Um, Like early January is, I know... I went to go buy the shit from Tom Lee or whatever yeah. with mom because we were researching stuff. And that was like early January. And I, 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 I remember that because I remember thinking like, oh, if I want to get stuff, I should get it like before the end of the year, like when this, you know, like the Boxing Day sales and whatever. But like, that's not a thing anymore. Like shit just rolls over anyways and whatever. And so like, yeah, there was like all these sick sales and stuff. And so anyways, we, we did good, but yeah, it was like early January, like seriously the first week of January, like Mm -hmm. went went and got stuff and started. Yeah. Getting it all together, got super lucky with like the availability of certain things and some, you know, like random, like one day deals on some things and some some bright minds that were able to help out as well with um, directing us on what to purchase mm-hmm. because we knew nothing <laughs> about <laughs> audio equipment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, early January. And then we got Ableton and then we started trying to plug it all together and seeing how it worked. And that took fucking forever. Yeah, And there were so many like oh, now this this doesn't work or now we need to get this or you need to plug this in. Like like there was just so much trial and error. Yeah, and there I was just a remember, lot of Instagram messaging Yeah, like video messages. With, like, uh, yeah, with yeah, Matt yeah. in the beginning. It's so like, we many. don't know what we did and it's doing something weird and we need your help. Yeah. Walk us through it while we're doing it, I, literally. I did what you told me to do and it's not working. Yeah. So and the dude is it. figuring it out on his own <laughs> yeah. and helping us figuring it and out. The, amount the blind of times, leading the blind, literally. Yeah. <laughs> and the amount of times he would say, um, so I just Googled it and, and would explain it to me. And I would be like, okay, listen, like, cool. I know I could just Google it too, Matt, but like, we're not music I don't want producers. To. <laughs> I don't want to. Like, yeah, we don't know like, what things mean. Yeah, there's all these words. I don't fucking know. I know what right? headphones are. Yeah, the end. That's where it ends for me. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess a lot of the change that we're experiencing now that I wanted to get at has happened very quickly in a short amount of time. And I, I have to say, I thought like, I thought you know, either it was going to take forever for us to develop kind of like our people, et cetera, and find them or whatever, you know, because mm, I, yeah. I, I know that's the way things, ha- you know, good things happen slowly. You yeah. cultivate everything slowly and- Nothing great- happens overnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, I, I mean, it has taken a year, right? So that's, you know, 365 days. That's time. That's a year, right? And a lot has happened in the year. And- I, I would have to say a lot of that has happened in the last few months. Yeah. And it's all happened very quickly. It's like somebody turned on a fucking faucet and just left it on. And we're just like, oh shit, like what? Yeah. There's people 
like us, like the community, I guess the community yeah. that we've created with other people, like re- they've reached out to us. We've reached out to them. We'll mention them yeah. as well uh, later on in the episode. And it's just like, holy shit. Like, yeah, you're right. Where we were last year to where we are now, even a few months ago, like you talk about a year ago, like dude, six months mm-hmm. ago, we were in a completely different place than we are now. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is the other day I was thinking about like just, you know, reflecting on the year or whatever cheesy thing you want to call it. And, you know, I think about work and I think about just the, you know, when we finally find that thing that we're supposed to find that feeds our soul. Like, I can't imagine not doing this. And this doesn't necessarily have to be like this. It can be like these conversations that we have on any kind of medium or whatever, right? But I can't imagine like not having like our own platform where we like say what the fuck we want. Mm -hmm. Like this has been like incredibly like freeing and liberating and therapeutic and like just like, you know, it's, I think a lot of people out there have like this misconception that it's like, oh, you're just airing out your laundry on the internet and good for you and you just want attention. And I have heard that and like, cool, thanks, I guess. But like, like you said, like we built a community. Mm -hmm. People have reached out to us, consistently reach out to us and say good things and say thank you. Like, I feel like we're doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. So It's working out so far. Yeah, it's super working out. So So thank you everyone for being here and for listening and the support and the positivity. Like it's been pretty fucking sick. We really appreciate it. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud. Oh goodness. Anchor, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podcast Attic, Radio Public, and probably more. Probably more. But we just want to make sure everyone knows that like we're accessible and we put effort into that because now it's proven that there are others out there like us who want to hear something relatable that they can share with others and that they, you know, they can nod their heads and be like, so I'm not the only one, kind of like how we've done, right? So yeah, we're literally everywhere. And as far as being accessible and being able to find our podcasts, we're everywhere. I just didn't realize how much everywhere else we were like, yeah, our show is super accessible. <laughs> and then when you get to the analytics, you're yeah. just like- <laughs> Here, look at this. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like- People from everywhere listen to our show. And like, you know, when you start these things out, you're just like, who the fuck going to listen to this? Who's going to care? Who, who cares what care? I have to say? What yeah. It? Yeah. And it's like, I'm not like Joe Rogan. Like nobody's going to give a shit. I don't talk about aliens and stuff, although I will. I mean, you know, <laughs> and then you start looking at your analytics and then you're just like, wow. Like, I mean, Canada and the United States, we were expecting that. 50% of you are from Canada who listen to us. 26 from the States. And then it's like, whoa, Australia. 16% of our listeners are from Australia. 3% from the United Kingdom. 2% from New Zealand. <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> 1% from France. Whoever you are from France, like, holler at us. Like, yeah. what the? And Germany. France and Germany. Mexico, India, South Africa, Jamaica, Thailand, Ukraine. Austria as well. Austria. Fiji, of course. 
And isn't this United interesting? Arab Emirates, UAE, Ukraine, and then obviously Fiji, which I'm surprised only one percent or like whatever. Well, there's but like four people there. Only, yeah. Half the people from there are in this room right <laughs> yeah, now. No. <laughs> I'm just bugging. I'm just, I'm just giving. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, what the fuck? It's about Fiji. Why aren't Fiji people? Why isn't it 100? percent No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I think Where that are you just at, goes, Fiji? No, I'm just messing with you. Just I think that just goes to show, some. though, like 50% can't, like, that's a lot. Yeah, and it's crazy. Like, these are a lot of countries. Yeah. These are a lot of different places, a lot of different people who are listening to us. So thank you. Yeah. Like, Ukraine? And honestly, like- Who I, I, in Ukraine is listening? Yeah. Like, please message us. If you us. are listening <laughs> from all- Okay, so go back to the top of this list where it starts getting to these obscure places. <laughs> I want to, like, personally- like all like people reach out to us, that's great. But whoever you are from France, Germany, Austria, Fiji people reach out to us all the time. Mexico, India, and South Africa, Ukraine, and the United Arab Emirates, please reach out to us, <clears throat> especially if you're rich. <laughs> I mean, like, I just want to know. I just want to know what's up. I just want to know how you find our podcast. Um, and you know what? Like just looking at this though, like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not too sure about UAE, but looking at like South Africa, maybe even Thailand, honestly, and France, I mean, for, you know, for South Africa specifically, like they're going to have, that's like a descendant yeah. of indentured yeah, labor. Some of these are indentured labor. France for is sure. France and Germany are probably like Brown people who are there. Like, yeah. cause they, cause like we everywhere, we get everywhere. Yeah. And if, then if a lot white of people didn't take us there, too, we get probably. ourselves there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go down, go down. You go know down, who that down. is from Mexico. Yeah, it's probably Santiago. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's probably Santiago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what up, man? Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't even know. Like, when I look at that, I'm just, like, overwhelmed a little bit because it's, like, new territory. It's, like, whoa. <laughs> People are listening yeah. to us and now now I'm a dog who's been chasing cars and now I've caught the car and I don't fucking know what yeah. to do with the it's car. Like, what like, can uh, I tell you that's going to be valuable, yeah. right? It's like, like, people are listening, guys. So now it's all in you. And it's like, whoa, guys, you guys are actually listening. I must be, we must be saying things correctly to some degree and meaningfully yeah. to some degree for you guys to be continuously listening. It's like, big shout out to all y'all. Yeah, and thank like, you. I mean, also for all, so like for the obscure countries list, like I would like to hear what it's like for y'all in those type, like whoever you are, I want to know who you are, first of all. But if you are South Indian, Fijian, Indo-Fijian, whatever, if you're a brown person and you're somehow in like, Austria? In one of the whitest countries. And like, like, tell me how that happened. Yeah. Please. And also <laughs> like, Austria is fucking beautiful and I would like, you know, Maybe a place to stay if I come visit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would actually be a cool place to travel yeah. to, I guess. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. whole area too. Like, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't. Whoever lives in Germany, are you close to, to the Autobahn? If you're close to the Autobahn, like, do you have a fast car? Yeah. <laughs> no speed limits are fun. No, I'm just, I'm just having fun now. But uh, we're like super grateful and super blown away and super taken aback by people who have been listening to us everywhere, all over the world, literally, as you just heard, and who are reaching out to us, expressing their gratitude and like just their general 
support for what we're doing. Yeah, it's fucking incredible. Totally. Yeah. Totally and completely. Especially, and I just don't mean to like take up too much time here, but I just mean like for a me who's a recovering degenerate, for people who reach out to me personally and say things about me, it's like very, uh, uh, it's encouraging because it means that, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I do what I do and I just kind of, you know, don't get in my own way. And usually that works out for me. I haven't gotten in trouble because I haven't been getting in my own way. So in some sort of sense, I kind of know that I'm doing all right. But when other people, especially other people who I don't even fucking know, and I've laid everything out there for them, you know, in the Chronicles of Ash, I've told everybody who I am. Yeah. Exactly who I am. So it's not like I'm hiding anything. And after people have heard that, and then they come to me and they say, hey, like you're, doing all right and i'm just like okay cool that means a lot yeah yeah so thank you that's fucking uh, awesome yeah yeah yeah. like it really is a therapeutic thing we're doing in so many levels yeah everywhere yeah Mm -hmm. it's fucking awesome because like you talk about the things that no one wants to talk about and not necessarily just within our community but like in most communities and all communities and you know, we've heard so many examples in our specific community of, you know, like you're not like what has happened to you and what you've been through is not necessarily unique. Mm-hmm. Your story is unique, but like what has happened is, you know, like what you're going through yeah. is not not fucking unique. And like no one talks about it and people cover it up, in fact. And, yeah. you know, like they, you know, say that they're 100%. sick with something else and whatever. And it's like, it's weird. Like it's weird. And we know from this podcast and from life that like there is strength and vulnerability. And like we are like we're okay with being the people who say those things first and be honest. Be like when no one else will because... It's helping people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So thank y'all. Yes. Go follow us on Instagram and TikTok because we're killing it. Just saying it's at no ties 1879 podcast on both of those platforms. Yeah. Like more positivity, more people saying thank you. Uh, some silly folks here and there who are just, I don't bother with extremely ignorant and just let the masses tear them yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah, and they do. Like again, we don't have to do anything because everyone else does it yeah, for why, us. Yeah, why you would come into our arena with pork chops <laughs> around your fucking neck <laughs> into a fucking arena with hungry wolves? Like, why you would do that is beyond yeah. me. But hey, man, if you want to be a hater and say some shit, yeah. our fucking people will just. <laughs> we'll yeah. just tear you apart. We don't even have to do anything anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like the amount of comments that we've received about like, hey, it wasn't just white people who enslaved people. And hey, it wasn't just brown people who were indentured laborers. The Irish were laborers. They experienced so much racism. So, you know, you need to watch what you say. I will not watch what I say. Clearly, if you feel the need to say something like that, this isn't for you. Can I just say something too? If um, <laughs> if a British, I'm I'm assuming a British person said that to you. Was it a British person? Who I don't said know that where they were from. I mean, I could just say I could just 
like if a British person were to ever say that, oh, Irish people were fucking it. Yeah, you fucking did it to them. You fucking idiots. Yeah. Like <laughs> you no did one was it. safe. Case in point. British people fuck shit up <laughs> all the time. Knock it off. Yeah. So like this is a thing that I feel like a lot of people on these platforms don't understand. And actually, I'll just start off by saying like what I do understand, what we perfectly understand is that like putting yourself out there means that you're not only welcoming the positive, but you're also inviting the negative and that's fine. Like I don't like I'm not we're good. I don't fucking get sad about any of this. Take your best shot. Like we're yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, it's all good. But also, like, if you're on these platforms and you don't know, like, who something is for, then, like, I feel like that's just a bit silly, right? Like, if I am, like, talking about, like, I, you know, someone asked a question about, like, what does Girmitia mean? And so I explained the meaning of that word and the history of those people who were referred to as Girmitias. Like, I'm not talking about Irish people. I'm clearly not talking about Irish indentured laborers, right? Like, me talking about Girmitias does not diminish the fact that there were also Irish indentured yeah. laborers. Like, ugh. Like, go start your own podcast. Yeah. Go start your own TikTok. Go, like, go do that. You should do that, okay? And but like, I just. ally with us too. <laughs> yeah, like, let's hang, really, yeah. right? Like, let's hang. Let's talk about it. But like, you don't need to be like, watch, watch it because like, I won't fucking watch it. Like, fuck off. Like, oh, yeah. no one's forcing you to be, like, to consume free content that's publicly available. <laughs> like, no one is forcing you to do oh, that. Yeah. That's like, such, that, that's some white fragility right it's there. It's just fucking weird. Yeah, someone someone did say they were just like watch like be careful how you throw around that term white people and I was like I don't I don't need to Ooh, like guys 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 yeah <laughs> fucking that that right okay <laughs> saying those two words in a sentence yeah automatically literally like you're cut. like like they're yeah. just two word like it's what you are like I don't get mad when people call me a brown person at all like I don't know why all of a sudden white people think that the term white people is all, all racist now. Yeah. So I actually have a challenge that I'm gonna um I'm gonna try and do this with my friend, but I wanna see if anybody else will do this or not. But and a Walmart is a great place to go and do this, I think. But if you can go to a Walmart and film yourself, mm -hmm. go to the Walmart and at the top of your lungs just yell the words white people for no reason and film it when you do this and just 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 be uh very uh, a parent of like how people how react. How people react. I, you know, if someone, it, just see, just see. I bet you you'll have 20 white people turn around and be like, hey, you're being racist. What the fuck? What the fuck? You fucking terrorizer. Fuck, get him. Fuck, get him. You know, I guarantee yeah. I'm going to do that at my local Walmart, actually. <laughs> and I'm looking very forward to it. I just got to. I just gotta grab the balls to actually do it, <laughs> and somebody to film me doing it. But I have this theory that all of a sudden white people have now now they've adopted racism, yeah, because they need to they need to be the victim, feel, yeah, they need yeah, to, be, they the need victim. to be, the victim. be the victim. So now all of a sudden the term white people is now equivalent to the n word, yeah. Uh, but I don't, and so I mean I got told to go back to my country after I called some people white in a Starbucks. So, you know, 
I mean, they are really fragile about this fucking being called white people. I don't know. What do you want me to call you? Uh, you tell Caucasian. me what do you want? What, what what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? <laughs> what should I do? Should I climb up to the second story window and jump out of the window and fly to Louisiana? Like, what do you want me to do? What should I do? Should I punish myself? What should I do, America? You know what? I seen something recently about like this dude in the States who just goes to like anti-vax rallies and like trolls them. And he's like literally gone to like, like meetings, uh, like council meetings, like city council meetings and stuff. And like, it's the funniest shit I've ever seen. Like he went to this one, uh, I think it was like a school board meeting and he was just like, you know, my niece came home from school and she was telling me about what she learned in school that day. And like, you know what? Like, is it appropriate for a second year law student to be talking about critical race theory? <laughs> and I fucking lost my mind. <laughs> I fucking lost my mind. Like it was so, and like people cheered, like people in the crowd cheered. And I was like, I can't <laughs> deal with Like it was so funny. And then like, he's like um, walking down the street with a megaphone with like some protesters and is like, I do not trust the government. I do not trust these companies, these big pharma companies. I trust my roommate who is a personal trainer. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really funny and it was just really accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and, and here's the thing about like, you know, to your to your point about, you know, the white people thing is that, and I always, I love to use Matt as an example here because Matt knows, right? Matt is a white man who does not get mad when he hears the words white people because he knows that he is not the one that's being talked about. Yeah, that's the thing. If you get your back up on the wall after hearing- Why are you thing, getting your back up? Yeah, why? Yeah, are why? you racist? Mm -hmm. Are you prejudiced? Are you secretly dropping the N-bomb when you see a black guy on the news getting shot at? Probably. Yeah. Like if you have to, like if you go to like say something in a circle of people about like anything to do with, I mean, first of all, like I, I feel like we're super off tangent now, but like I feel like the word race shouldn't even come out of a white person's mouth is I just strongly feel like that just because like, what can they say? Like, what can they contribute to a conversation where they can truly empathize? Like, Absolutely they, yeah. zero. Yeah, so I just, I feel like it, like race coming out of a white person's mouth needs to be equated to like a lot of other words that should not come out of a white person's mouth. And- Make sure the following words out of your mouth after the word race are good ones. Yeah. Like if you have to like, before you say something, like look around at who's watching, like that's probably not good, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> like it's probably, it's probably not okay. Not okay. So like, don't do that. <laughs> Just don't do that, you know? Um, not unless you want to deal with the repercussions. <laughs> that, there you go, right there. Like, right? I don't, like, cause and effect. Yeah. You cannot have one without yeah, the other. Yeah, and then you fucking like, get upset, just... and then and then I actually call you out on it, and they're like, why are you getting so mad? Like, stop fucking gaslighting me. Like, yeah. you've just been gaslighting like, my bro, whole life I'm, from, yeah. A brick hasn't gone through your window. I'm not mad yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh just, just relax. Nobody's well, yeah. mad yet. A yeah. brick, no bricks Nobody's have been thrown. Nobody's mad. <laughs> Right? Let's see what happens here and then we'll decide. Okay? 
All right. So pretty much, guys, just go follow us on Instagram and TikTok. And like, we're killing it. We feel good. We know ourselves. Yes. Like, like, we good. Yeah, man. Yeah. And we, we suffered a... I think it's a critical loss. Big That's a time good, yeah. critical loss yeah. to our whole point right now of the whole, like we lost basically like our Stephen Hawking. Yeah. Like this man knows this man. Like, I mean, not like a, yeah, excited, but yeah, like that's a good yeah. comparison. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you cannot, you know, uh, when you go to certain cities, you cannot name mention the word street racing without mentioning another person's name, right? In the indentured slavery system. Education. Ed, you, yeah. yeah, you cannot mention that without mentioning the name of Dr. Bridgelow because that is the authority on this shit. Like, yeah. if you need to know anything about anything, that's the guy you fucking ask. Yeah. If 911 needs to call 911, you know, they call the SWAT team. Like when us, uh, we, yeah. when we need to call somebody who knows anything about anything, this is the guy we call. And so it saddens us yeah. to say that we lost Dr. Bridge Lal on Christmas Day uh, this year, which, you know, yeah. really sucks. But Super uh, shitty. we do mention him in um, our episodes regarding Gittermit. So, you know, episode 10, the intro to Gitarmit, episode 17, Indians to Gitarmitya, episode 23 in the Jihadis episode, and episode 28, Plantation Life. So, so uh, far. So far, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that is so far. Uh, we will be doing a hell of a lot more yeah. on Gitarmit, <laughs> and we'll definitely be sourcing def, uh, Dr. Bridgelal. Yeah, because like, we mean, got books. Yeah, I mean, it was a plan to be referencing him forever, and unfortunately... Yeah. He's lost now. Like when we started, you know, researching for the podcast is when we started researching Gitterman. And it like became super clear really quickly that like, okay, you can't have one without the other. You can't have this education without seeing this name. And I was like, okay, cool. And just learning more and more about Dr. Lal was like, okay, like we're going to meet this man one day. Like he's inspired oh, yeah, us. You said that. Like he's inspired us. Like we need to meet this person. This person is doing the work that we wish we knew more about way sooner. Right. And so. Yeah, this is a Richie Valens situation. We got Richie Valens for like six months and he died. <laughs> we got Bridge Lal. Like everybody else has had him forever and we got Bridge Lal for. This year. Yeah, yeah. And, and so for, you know, we, we made an Instagram post about it, um, about um, his passing and, you know, um, a really inspirational quote, which is um, what he said was during an interview um, with a paper in Australia, he said, basically what we said was that multiracial societies ought to strive for multiracial governments, that all groups should have the right to share power through po proper constitutional means and like if that doesn't sum up what the fuck we're trying to do like just you know all these communities like you know everyone says like australia is very similar to north america in that it's like this melting pot of cultures and its own specific indigenous populations but you know this man was doing this incredible work of like uncovering like his own gitarmitia ancestry and then educating the rest of us about it with stories and research and like it's just 
it was incredible. I felt seen and heard and acknowledged and like my history mattered, like our people's history mattered. Like it felt pretty incredible. And just the accolades too, like the founding director of the Center for the Contemporary Pacific at the Australian National University, former chair of faculty research at the School of Pacific and Asian Studies and deputy director of the School of Culture, History and Language at the ANU. So So, he'd been doing things. Yeah, like- Is a- a, um He's a reputable man yeah. in his circles, yeah. like a scholar. Like Yeah, he's a scholar, you, like produce scholarly work that we use for yeah. this podcast. What? Sorry, I'm not an academic, so I'm trying to think of all the <laughs> words here. He's a very highly reputable academic figure in his circles of education. Thereby, <laughs> especially in our circles, because like, there are no degrees over here. Yeah. <laughs> There's no degrees in this house. Yeah. So, you know, like obviously like I'm, you know, we have our own views on education and the systems and, but like, obviously like this man was putting in the time and work to do stuff that no one else was doing. And we're forever grateful for that. Yeah. 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 So rest in peace, Dr. Bridge Lal. You will not be forgotten. And we're going to constantly talk about you. Yeah. Uh, on to something that was slightly more positive, I guess. You know, we got a cool current event that we wanted to share because I feel like everyone here knows the Rugby Sevens. The Rugby Sevens have gotten more and more popular over the last couple of years, uh, last five or so years, actually, I would say. Um, unfortunately, COVID has really affected, you know, the last couple of years of that. But uh, the Fiji Rugby Union has confirmed that after a vigorous recruitment process and due diligence, they are excited to announce and confirm the appointment of the former England Sevens international Ben Gollings as the next Fiji Airways Fijian Sevens head coach for the next three years. Fiji always kills it at the sevens every yeah, year, like murders, win. murders, murders. So Gallings has been involved in the rugby sevens at the highest level for like 20 years, having now coached six national teams and most recently been engaged with the Sri Lanka rugby union. Gallings has also been the high performance consultant and head coach of the Singaporean national team. And most recently he was the assistant coach of the Canadian men's sevens team. So there you go. Like that's some... Um, positivity for you something cool Fiji's on the map for more things than filtered water and sugar and tourism so there you go fucking filtered water yeah well that's that's the only like you know how many times like I've been like from Fiji it is it is yes it is is it just same toilet water from fucking no fucking the sewage plant by Alex Fraser Bridge we have the most drinkable (laughs) water on the planet here but no it is but also like the amount of times where like people have been like oh where are you from and I'm like Fiji and they're like like the water and I'm like yeah, like the water came like by. Hope water. I never talk to you again. Yeah, all the time. Every time I saw a bottle of that, I'm like, is this really from Fiji or is this the same ass water <laughs> that's in all of these bottles of water? Like, I don't know Yeah. how Fiji water from Fiji is yeah. somehow going to make... I mean, I would rather drink water from Fiji. If I, <laughs> I mean, whatever. Yeah. But I just don't know how, you know, the way the commercials are. They're just yeah. like, drink this water. And you're going to fucking be in the Olympics. Guaranteed. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, like marketing. Only, yeah. Marketing. Give us a call. Cause. Let me tell you, the only people drinking Fiji why water don't here you, are rich. I was gonna say, like, why don't drinking Land Rovers who are wearing their yoga clothes in Vancouver right now? Like, yeah, like, why is it like that? <laughs> like, why is it in Hollywood movies and stuff all the time? Like, do you have a Fiji? Can I get a Fiji? And it's like, do y'all know anything about Fiji? Y'all just drinking the water and stuff. Like, how about we yeah. have actual Fijians marketing this stuff? Like, yeah. I feel like that makes sense. But whatever, just me. I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe Fiji <laughs> water should go to sustaining Fiji people. There's an idea. How about <laughs> I think it that? Does. I think it does. How I about think it don't does. sell your country's water to everybody else? How about Canada doesn't sell its rights to our water to the fucking Netsley and gives it back to the First Nation people? How about that? Yeah. We've got some devils here. The there are some devils. devils. And that devil is like pretty worldwide. Well. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. We're going to get yeah. to that devil worldwide Anyways, right now, aren't we? It is also a very good day when an abuser and child predator is convicted of their crimes and goes to jail. So Ghislaine Maxwell, if you haven't heard already, was convicted on five out of six charges for being a gross human and abuser herself as she facilitated and enabled the abusing of teenage girls, some as young as 14. So I don't really want to get into a ton of that. I just wanted to acknowledge that just because like as a former youth worker and just, you know, global citizen, that's a good thing. And if you've seen any of the documentaries, if you've read anything about the story of Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein, it's hard. It's, it is heavy. It is not easy material to get through. And if you can't, it's okay because you're human. But this was something that was a long time coming and it's a, it's a win. Mm. It's a win. This is, this is a good thing. And Things like this really set a precedent, right? Like we're moving forward to setting more precedents for the next one who's like this. And, you know, the next one who, the next Ghislaine who's like in a relationship or whatever the fuck with the next Jeffrey Epstein. Like, you know, it, we, we talked before this about how like, you know, like, you know, money talks obviously and money can make anything go away. And this is an example of like where it, it did not and I'm sure that, you know, there, there was only six charges brought forth, although the victims, there's plenty more than that. I don't want us to just celebrate the bare minimum and set the bar so low. I just, I do want to acknowledge that this is something that a lot of people around the world have been watching and waiting on. And this is, this is a win. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole crazy situation. It's fucked up. It's definitely a conspiracy theorist. Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> All of my conspiracy theories, bells and whistles are fucking on just max volume right now going off. But mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Like, how it's do you typical. do all of those things that they did for so long under the radar? Well, like, it never was. Like, when you guys are the people, when people, yeah. when you're friends with the people who created the radar. The radar, right, like, yeah. You know, this is just, this is just how it goes. Like, bro, I mean, this is no different than, like, nobody in fucking the ghetto is growing a coca field, okay? How do you think that fucking <laughs> blocane gets into the ghetto? 
because people let them get into the ghettos. People, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. want to have, I don't want to go off and start talking about CIA conspiracies. And we all know what happened with the Contras and the fucking, that whole thing and bringing the CIA, bringing cocaine into America that we all know what happened there. We don't even need to fucking go over that shit. But yeah, I'm just we saying, all like, know. Like, you know, we, this whole thing. <laughs> I don't know fully, but. That whole thing. And now this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding me, man? It's all a bit really? too perfect. Huh? It's all too perfect. And yeah. like. The only two people who got in trouble over it were the, you know, the right people, the scapegoats, like the people who were pulling all the strings. There you go. You know, like every arms dealer in the world is always on the chopping block by their CIA handlers because it's like, here's the deal. We'll let you do all this shit. You make all your money. You do what you do. You provide a service, but just know that if you don't play ball this way or that way, we'll throw you under the fucking bus and you will be the only ones going under the bus. Yeah. Right? It's not going to be us. It'll be you. Not, like, that's the whole thing about this. Like, the people who actually did, like, you talk about her and him facilitating this. They were just the middle people, okay? Like, they weren't even the actual people doing, dude, there's a whole fucking network for this thing. Just like there's a whole fucking network to provide drugs yeah. to people. Okay. Yeah. So for just two people to be going down over this. Yeah. Right, man. You best believe that there are people who you are seeing on fucking television right now who are part of this. People who you fucking respect and like, guaranteed are part. Like, I don't, we don't even know who's in on this whole fucking thing. And unfortunately, with the outcome of this trial, nothing else really is going to happen because she was the one who was on trial. Not Prince Harry. Mm -hmm. Not anyone, like not anyone else. And that fucking sucks. Yeah, I actually um, came across a fucking image and this image showed a picture of what? How do you say her name? Gilane. 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 Gilane Maxwell. Gilane and Jeffrey Epstein are sitting on a porch of a fucking cabin. Yeah, yeah. You seen that that's picture? A, it's a very infamous photo. Is it? Yes, because okay. So uh, there's uh. So that's the that's the one that drew me in, and then like there's a couple other images which are kind of like you can argue one way or the other. Of people like you know same uh, backgrounds and shit like that, and it's uh, of the same I guess the cabin or whatever that they're at. But I was just like, holy shit, are you fucking kidding me? Because no wonder she got away with it. Yeah, they're gross. Fuck them and all those people. Yeah, fuck them all. They can sit they're, and spin. They're gonna burn in hell burn. for the shit that they did. Fuck them. Fuck them. All right, on to us, because I want to talk more about us. We, in the last year, went from inception to 32 episodes. We planned episode topics, purchased equipment, recorded, re-recorded, re-re-re-recorded, <laughs> and learned simple editing, and used all these editing techniques. And we fucking set up a complicated DAW. And for those of you who don't know, I didn't know, it's a well, digital we, we audio it. workstation. Yes. <laughs> for four months, we had this thing. I don't know. My sister was more on that whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm just acting the rage that she probably, frustration that she felt. <laughs> and in six months, we have recorded, produced 32 episodes. It should have been downloaded and played 2,055 times exactly. 
We've grown a community on Instagram and TikTok, amassing almost 8,000 followers. We've grown our circle and now have a bigger family, a family who sees us, recognizes our strength and understands values and believes in what our goals are. We were even mentioned by 5X Fest in an article about the duality of the Indo-Fijian identity. We were highlighted on absolutely sick and incredible Instagram at Melanin Basecamp. And for me, extreme sports person, like that, I, to see people in extreme sports, like, yeah, and, and cool look account. like me. And I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> like totally awesome. Uh, both in, individually guested on high phrase podcasts and Ash was on intimate Victor a couple times, you know, we've been around, we've been doing stuff. We've been trying to like dip our fingers into the game here and like, you yeah. know, make connections and build bridges and fucking cultivate like this whole thing we're doing and we've been positivity uh positivity we've received social media comments on and dms like daily like i wake up and my phone is like it's like fuck man i gotta like respond to like 60 people and you know not that i don't like that like it's just (laughs) like holy shit like what what I'm a famous person now. <laughs> like I get, you know, like the family overseas always commenting, reaching out to us and, you know, giving us their support and mm-hmm. the new fams. So we want to read you a bunch of these comments and DMs and stuff like that, that we've gotten. I mean, like I said, it's a daily thing. And I really, truly mean that. I yeah. wake up and my phone's just like, you know, 50 people added you and like, 20 mess. Okay, I'm exaggerating, but they, <laughs> there's a lot, all right? It yeah, seems no, it's, like it's, 50. It it's seems more, like 20. It's more and more every day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, a couple of those DMs and messages. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I mean, we'll just use, I think we can use first names. I think that that's okay um, because we have a few doubles of some names, but we got a message from Ashna who said, hi guys, my sister, have been, sister has been listening to your podcast and got me on and holy shit we love it we relate so hard to every episode and are so happy that our community is out here like this making a space for us we're so proud and love 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 your podcast that was like fucking super legit like that was like whoa like that felt really really cool another story share that we received this person said uh, this was also someone named ashna As I sit in my car on the way to my amazing job in the most beautiful place in the city, I can't help but feel both guilty and thankful for all those in my life who have laid the foundation for me to be where I am now. It's always been so important for me to acknowledge my Fijian Indian roots and to accept that I am part of a diasporic marginalized community with a fading rich history. No Ties 1879 podcast. Thank you for hosting these difficult to face yet extremely important conversations that connect me back to my ancestors. Like chills, like literal chills. Like you kind of want to cry when you see some of this shit, you know? This message that we got, because we started exchanging messages with some of these folks, this comment or this message that someone said, thank you guys for the podcast. It's been the first thing I turn on on Spotify on the way to work on Fridays. Like that's fucking awesome. Thank you. I'm dating someone who's not Fijian and I feel like their community has a lot of representation, whereas we don't, so it's kind of sad to see. Yeah, like anyone who's not Fijian probably has a lot of representation in a lot of places. And it's kind of cool to think that like we're a part of that emerging representation now. Mm -hmm. Like that's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. 
Um, Serena messaged us from New Zealand and said, absolutely love your content. Wishing you an amazing festive season. Sending love from New Zealand. Thank you. Okay, so this is our cousin, Maya, who is in Melbourne in Australia. And we actually haven't technically met. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of, and she's, I think you guys are the same age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, like the only family members we have who have the same last name as well, which is yeah. cool. <laughs> um, but um, she shared our podcast, um, you know, back in the summer when we first um, started getting going. Uh, and she said, these guys are my cousins in Canada. We have never met, unfortunately, but I am absolutely loving getting to know them through their podcast. This episode is insanely relatable. My family is far from perfect, and I know my parents did the best they could with what they had at the time. Ultimately, as a parent, I just want to raise my children to become good people. Check out the podcast. It is raw, no bullshit, and so relevant. This was after the Helen episode where we talked about generational trauma. And that was, yeah, like that was really, really like... I don't know, like uh, like fuzzy, right? It make, makes you feel really good when you do something that like people respond positively to. Here's a comment from dad that I found that I thought I would share because this is the only place that we'll, we'll be able to get it is on a Facebook comment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he said, very much looking forward to May 14th because that was our release date. Proud to have you both as our kids and proud to be Fijian Indian. Thanks, dad. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, and then um, Sheetal said, you guys are doing some great work. Looking forward to seeing you both grow. 2022 is going to be an amazing year for both of you. Uh, Melissa said, the story behind your journey is so special and inspiring. Thank you for sharing. Uh, and someone on TikTok said, your ancestors are weeping with pride and happiness. Weeping with pride and happiness. I'm weeping with pride and happiness just from seeing that. So thank you everyone for the positivity. It's been pretty incredible. And yeah, keep it coming. Because I love to hear nice things about myself. Yeah. So we wanted to do some shout outs to our newfound family because they have helped to not only grow our community, but you know they, they are the community. They give us positivity. They give us feedback. They're extremely helpful and they really have become the community and the the siblings that we would have wanted when we were younger. Uh, and so first uh, and foremost, I guess, uh, the, you know, these two sisters reached out to us back in the summer. They were the first ones to reach out to us uh, because they found the podcast because they were doing their own work within their family to research their Gitarmedia ancestry. And so sisters Millen and Anita are some of the coolest people we've met who we like, we like immediately just clicked with. Like we had this hang um, in White Rock and like we just, like it was just super, like it was like we knew them. And it was a really great hang. It was awesome to get to know them. Um, and we are continuing to do some more awesome, cool work um, Millen herself has a podcast called The Nameless Collective with a few of her friends that talks about the very early uh, Punjabi Sikh population in the Lower Mainland. And it's actually really cool. So go check that out. And big shout out to one of our overseas followers. One of our accomplished overseas followers, actually. <laughs> I got to say, I like this guy. Salvin Saroon, author of children's book, Fiji Voth, who is based out of Sydney, Australia. Uh, I have not actually read Fiji Voth, but 
we're trying, I've been trying to get it. And it's just like, okay, so like the shipping for it is like a zillion dollars. And it's just, it's hard to get. I've been trying to figure it out because there's a couple books. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. things. It's just not available here, but we're going to get it, Salvin. And we're going to fucking read it. And we're going <laughs> to, it's going to be great. I can't wait. Um, it's a book about Fiji Both. And like, if you know, you know, I just, I, I yeah, I really want it. Yeah, just, it's a like, kid's book, too. Yeah, so it teaches kids. Yeah. I, 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 it just would have been helpful if, for yeah. me when <laughs> yeah. I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, I would have wanted honestly. that. Honestly, like when yeah. I saw that, I was like, this is good because <laughs> this would have been helpful for me. So yes. <laughs> in a weird roundabout way, like I kind of still want to read it just because yeah. I like, I need it, to it's know. still going to be pretty helpful. Yeah, for of course it will. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I love kids books, man. Come on. Pictures and shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Archie Rose Natavidad, co-founder and co-host of the Filipino Fridays podcast and just all around badass. Also went for coffee with her. She's sick. She is an advocate for spreading awareness about Filipino culture, the beauty and toxicities of it, just like us. She's great. And she's been so helpful. She's, yeah, she's a smart one. You know, my favorite thing about her is that, you know, the, every single time we've hung out with her, she always gives us something, right? She never comes empty handed. She's always got snacks or chocolate or something. And I remember uh, telling mom about her and being like, mom, she's like so Filipino because she's just so generous. Like, I just feel like, like all of mom's, like some of mom's best friends are Filipino and they're always just giving her stuff, like stuff, food and snacks and whatever. They're always just sending us home stuff. They're just the most considerate people. And I feel like Fijians and Filipino folks are like the same. Like, I just feel like we really, really identify with each other. And yeah, I just, she's terrific. Great energy. Can't wait to work with her more. Mm-hmm. Ashley Raju, also another accomplished member of our family, mm-hmm. who is also an overseas member of our extended family. Uh, on Instagram, she is at maharani.movement. Go check her out and give her a follow and like, all, go spam like all of her stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's a counselor in mental health uh, and wellness advocate for brown folks based out of Aote Aroa. Shit. I really hope I didn't butcher that. I tried to practice that like a hundred times before saying that. AKA New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Aote Aroa. Yeah. There. I there you go. Aote Aroa. There we That's go. That's it. Boom. Did it. Yes. We watched a couple videos. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. AKA modern day Newsland. Yes. Newsland. Newsland. Yeah, definitely. Another, <laughs> another person like Salvin. Like the sisters, like Archie Rose, Ashley Raju always reaches out to us and gives us comments and, you know, gives us some support. Yeah. Actually, everybody on this list does, but I just wanted to like, I mean, that's one of the regulars. Yeah. There's always Salvin (laughs) is a regular. And like, when I look at my phone, I'm just like, okay, there's the regulars. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) They're the regulars. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I know these people. Yeah. I've never even met them. You know what I've actually started doing is um, I'll just randomly like video message them and it'll be like, hey, just seeing what's up. And then like the first time I did it, I didn't think about the time difference. And so it's actually like hard to consistently communicate with them. But like we should do that more because yeah. I feel like it's really like 
like makes like we know them. It feels like we know them. And then also like just being real, like I'm gonna be like an ignorant North American for a second, but like every single time I hear their voice and the accent, I'm like, right, right, they're not here. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, next up we got Sheetal Nikad, singer and metalsmith, featured in the Museum of Surrey exhibit Surrey's Pocket of Paradise. Also terrific human. Uh, unfortunately, moved away. Um, shortly after we met, but we still stay connected. She gave us a mic stand before she left. Yes. Just, yeah. Awesome, sis. Yeah. Yeah, super thanks talented. For that mic stand. Yeah, thanks, thanks for the mic stand. That's <laughs> still You're just super sitting, talented. But... <laughs> super talented in her, you know, tangible craft, I guess, like yeah. where she like makes things and then also like she sings. Yeah. She's always posting videos of her singing on TikTok. And I'm like, how is that happening? <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Like I just, it's always just takes me by surprise. She's very good. She's right. very yeah. like, she is very good. Like she, she could probably good. hit a high F. Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> like what? Oh, damn. Sorry to put you on blast like that, but like, <laughs> I just, it's remarkable. I wish I could sing. It, I just sound like I'm yelling when I'm trying to sing like how she does. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Check it out. I was even just like, whoa. Yeah. We'll tag everyone's yeah. everything on the post for this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next, we have A-L-I-T-E Elite, hip hop artist featured in the aforementioned exhibit and co-host of the High Phrase podcast and just general all around good guy. Yeah, uh, like constant positivity, yeah. like constant, yeah. like, you're fucking dope, you're fucking sick, don't stop, like, you're the greatest human being in the world. I'm like, wow, like, I feel so good. Like, just the best energy. Yeah. Yeah. Go check out some of his tunes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Check, we'll, 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 link, we'll, make, we'll, we'll link the Spotify. Yeah, we'll yeah. make sure all of the things get linked so you guys can access all of these lovely people and all the lovely things they do, but definitely go check out his shit. Yes. Okay, next up, uh, we have Rizwan Abbas, who's the archaeologist and curator of, again, the aforementioned exhibit series Pocket of Paradise. This was an exhibit where Fijian culture was shared in a museum in Surrey in the Lower Mainland. Like, it's crazy. Never... Mm -hmm. Never did I think I would ever see the day where that happened. Um, through Rizwan, we actually also learned that there is a further exhibit at the UBC Anthropology Museum, I believe, mm -hmm. um, that he is helping to consult on and contribute to. Like, someone that we know who is a Fijian is an archaeologist. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually going to talk to him pretty soon, guys. So you're actually all going to hear from him, and we're super excited. Mm-hmm. So we know an archaeologist, we know a hip-hop artist, we know people everywhere, including Praveen, a.k.a. Prefer, Pepper Prasad of Radio Bula Musti. Which is a thing. Yeah, so to add to the <laughs> list of, like, you don't, you, you don't even know what the fuck we're doing, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. You don't even know. Don't you know. just saw, yeah, know. to add to our already impressive list. We got a radio personality on in our lovely family and inevitably within Brown families, actual family. Yes. Yeah. So it yeah, turns out man. that she's married to someone who is related to someone who is married to someone that we know. Yeah. So, so to, to our actual cousin. Yeah. yeah. So, so she's a for yeah. real family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
it took a couple of hangs to figure it out, yeah, but yeah. Uh, we did. Yep. Yeah. So another person we met like on that very same day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I like hate to perpetuate that stereotype, but yeah, like these, like we were related to like one of the people that we met. Mm-hmm. It, it just happens. It happens. Yeah. I mean, when you're on an island from a million, <laughs> million people max. Yeah. And- how yeah. many of those people are going to be brown and how many of those yeah. people are going to be related? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, again, like just like a really like positive human being. Yeah. Like so support, like so, so, so supportive. supportive. Of oh my doing. God. Yeah. Like just such a really awesome big sis. And super down to earth. Yeah. Like just normal. Right. Like, yeah. Normal. <laughs> like, like, I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like not toxic brown. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> She's got nice shoes all the time. Yeah, great kicks. Sneakers are always yeah. on point. So that, that I mean, if, Our, you, if I can't judge you on your shoes, what can I judge yeah. you for? And you know what? Like, <laughs> just, the first time we hung out, the first time we hung out, she was like, so do you want to go to this club tonight? And like, I was like, dude, I'm so tired. Like, I just don't even. And like, I, we tried to go and I was like, yeah, we didn't end up going. But I was like, man, like, you're out here, huh? Like you're fun. Like you're yeah. like, she's just living her life. And I'm just over here. Like, I think I'm just going to go to bed guys. But, uh, <laughs> you have fun. <laughs> uh, and the next up, uh, this is Sandhya Prasad, who is a mental health advocate from 3E Organization, which is a community nonprofit that engages and enables opportunities to empower and connect South Asians, namely women and youth. So again, like someone who was like a really big cheerleader of ours immediately when we met, um, again, through this exhibit, and someone who immediately saw the the value in what we were doing and the value in you specifically sharing your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely somebody who I, th- <laughs> I think she really wants me to get on this whole, I mean, there's a couple of people out there who are just like, you have something and you should probably harness this. Mm-hmm. She's yes. definitely one of those people who, you know, said it that day when we, we met all these people on the same freaking day too, by the way. So I keep saying that day. Yeah. It was literally the yeah. uh, day where yeah. we met a lot of these people five, on this list. Five, yeah. Of these yeah. People, yeah. And she, you know, yeah, she, yeah, saw the value in what we were doing and saw the value in like, you know, my crazy ass story and just how, uh, it's it's just such a familiar story. Yeah. Right? Again. Yeah. In, in, in Not South, unique. In, yeah. In our culture, it's just such a such a familiar story. So I mean, breaking down barriers. Yeah. So all day. Yeah. So it's incredible. It has been incredible to find these people who share the same goal and see the value in what it is that we're doing here. Hmm. And then lastly on the list, so. Archaeology, radio, hip hop artists, people from different parts of the world, authors. Now, you guys probably like, what the fuck, man? They don't have nobody on TV, though. Like, wrong, wrong, motherfuckers. We have a TV person. Uh, we we met on the same. No, we didn't meet her on the same day. After. Met her on a different day. Yeah. Uh, Shannon Permal, host of VT Vibes, which is like I said a million times before, a television show that highlights Fijian youth. Fijian youth in our immediate uh, 
area so like the lower mainland uh, a lot of some people here don't know what that is so i'll just yeah say, you know there's a lot of like if you live here you just know that the stage here was meant for white people just like it is meant or everywhere else, right? So to see young people mm-hmm. uh, that she brings on her show who own businesses and are doing good things in the community, et cetera, et cetera, that shit's really, really, I find it very, very cool because she's kind of putting it out there like, hey, we're out here doing stuff. Out, Us young people are out here doing stuff. Yeah. And this is what we're doing. And yeah. this is who we are. And this is what we're up to. So Yeah. And what's um, super sick about like highlighting like this show, Vithi Vibes, highlighting Fijian youth is that like while we are, you know, Fijians are always pooled in with brown people, the representation of brown, the brown community and brown youth here in the lower mainland is like pretty specific. It's generally Punjabi Sikh culture is what anyone thinks about when they hear brown in the lower mainland. And, you know, there's no shortage of organizations, social organizations, gurdwaras, um, not-for-profits that engage that sector of the South Asian community. And it's incredible. They are truly a community. They are advocates. They organize. They do incredible things. And they have amazing representation. So for us to also now have some representation within a space like TV on Shaw Multicultural, like that's pretty fucking sick. And Shannon is also the president of the Canadian Federation of Fiji Organizations, which is an organization that organizes events for our community and uh, raises money for different causes, such as when there are like social needs in Fiji or when there are natural disasters like cyclones. Um, And so, yeah, really, really important part of our community. Okay, on to some reflections for this year because we've done some and it's been terrific. And, you know, we've been thinking about it. We thought about what we wanted to say and a lot of it was also organic. But something that I really, really want to know from you is what is something that you learned about yourself this year? Oh, my God. Okay. So I was thinking about this a lot today. Mm-hmm. What to take away from this year. And I think I'm just going to double down on apologi- unapologetically just being myself. Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know, there's a lot of things I've been doing, which are, I say them and then I do them. And then inside there's a voice that's like, dude, that's not you. Stop fucking doing that. Stop fucking saying that. Like, what are you like? I think I'm going to stop and not that I really was doing too much of this this year, but I think I'm going to start doing this a lot more is that, you know, I'm going to double down a lot more about calling out racist people and just like, you know, cause and effect, man. I, if here's the thing, when you deal with my sister, you're going to get spoon fed about some things. And if you do not, for whatever reason. Like the first if couple you, times. Yeah. Like if you, for whatever reason, like think about this as like jail sentences. Like for whatever reason, if probation didn't work for you and now you got to go to jail. Like, so, you know, probation being you. Racist mm-hmm. people dealt with you. They don't get it. Now you need somebody with a little less patience to deal with you. Mm-hmm. I'm that. Yeah. Right. Like I'm going to quote, um, I'm going to quote 
I can't remember. I think it was Skyfall, but uh, it was a scene when James is sitting, he's meeting Q for the first time in the uh, art museum. And then he's sitting there and he, and Q is just like, Q is just like, the truth is I can do more damage sitting in my laptop <laughs> in my pajamas before my first cup of Earl Grey tea than you can in an entire year of you being in the field. Damn. And James looks at him and he goes, well, then what in the hell do you need me for? And Q says to him, he goes, because I'm aware that every now and then a trigger needs to be pulled. Not saying that I'm going to go and fucking put a bullet in somebody's head, but just saying, like, if you don't want to break through your window, like, like you're, I'm the last person you want to see. If everybody's dealt with you, you still don't get it. I'm the last person you want to see. And quite honestly, like, that's just the way it is going to be with me from now on. Like, I am going to show absolutely no mercy for racist, prejudiced people. Like, I have just no time for them. I also have no time for people who sympathize with those people now. Yeah. Um, including employers. Um, I am... Uh, there have been a couple of things that have been gnawing away at me a lot ever since I had my car accident. And I think um, this time has been very good for me because it's been, you know, uh, you brought it up about, um, what the fuck was it? Centering whiteness or something like that? Yes. Yeah. So even (laughs) in my dealings where I'm advocating for myself to my employers, I find that, I'm not actually advocating for yeah, myself. You're centering their they're, feelings. They're, yeah, yeah, and not even really their feelings. For whatever reason it is, I think it's because I haven't been in this whole, you know, not centering whiteness. Like, I center their whiteness. I always cater to their feelings, their needs, their whiteness. And quite honestly, it's not happening anymore. Yeah. Uh, if something happens in the workplace, it will be dealt with by me or anywhere it will be dealt with by me with severe prejudice. I will guarantee, I'm telling you, man, like I'm just over it. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not the kind of guy who's going to sit there and be like, hey, you can't say that, okay? I'm just going to hit you probably. I, I mean, I'm just, and I'm not going to hit everybody. I'm just going to hit the worst of the worst. And by hit, I mean really loosely using that term. Yeah, you guys you get know, what I'm saying here, all right? Don't fucking take everything I'm saying literally, all right? You understand. Look, the point I'm trying to make is that I'm just, I'm at an age of my life. I've been through this gambit of being called racist things and being treated a certain way. I just have no patience for that shit at all anymore. And I started this year with that, but now getting to the end of this year and having certain experiences in this town with racist people and with racist people at my work and shit, it's just taught me, it's been, you know, like to me, it's almost like, okay, you guys have kind of given me license to throw a brick through your window because you've shown me that that's what it's going to take for you guys to understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have called me these names. You have consistently been told that you cannot be racist, but you continue to do it anyway. So now what's the next step? Like you didn't want to listen to my sister. You didn't want to listen to the boss at my work. Like, so now I have to fucking throw a brick you through your window. You didn't want to consume free content yeah. all over the yeah. fucking internet. So, so now I have to set your house on fire. But so, and you know what? That's the way it's going to, like, so I just want to, like, let people know, like, 
I'm not the I'm not I'm not the spoon feeder. I'm not the hand holder. I'm not the one you should yeah, be coming for to true. for sympathy. I am not gonna co-sign anything. Um, I'm also not gonna say things to make anybody feel comfortable about anything. Like uh, it's just not in my nature uh, to make anybody like you know first. For people who look like me, yeah, I'm going to make things a little bit more comfortable. But for everybody else, I'm sorry to say, I've been doing it my whole life. My whole life, I've been making things comfortable for white people. Yeah, we've been making ourselves smaller and so it's, yeah. they don't have to. Yeah, it, yeah. it's just over. And like, I, I don't know, I think... Uh, you know, this also goes into one of my biggest takeaways for this, you know, like uh, when I started getting clean and sober, my circle went from like huge to medium mm-hmm. and from medium to slightly a little less smaller. And uh, there's going to be a little bit more rooting out of people I don't want in my life. Yeah, um, I feel that. Uh, uh I feel I'm that so- hard. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, but like, sorry, some not of, sorry. Yeah, yeah some of you haven't heard from me for a reason, and yeah. it, and I'm, I, you know what? I made the trips to your guys' house. I came over. I made the phone calls. I always said, "Hey, I'll come by." It wouldn't fucking kill you guys to get in your cars and drive to my house for once. So, I mean, I just want to say, if you haven't heard from me for a while, or you know, like. There's some of you who don't hear from me at all, and I just want you to know I don't give a fuck about you anymore. Sorry. Uh, there's some of you that hear from me every now and then, and that's because we're busy people and I like you and blah, blah, blah. There's some of you who don't hear from me at all, but we're still best friends, and I get it. We got lives, and sh- again. But, I mean, I'm just strictly talking about, I mean, and I know who they, they know who they are, and if you're listening right now, like, just delete my number and delete me off Facebook and Instagram and all that shit. Cause like, I just don't like, I went from, I went through Instagram purge and I deleted so many people. And I was like, I don't fucking like you. I don't like you. I don't like you. I don't talk to you. You're racist. You're a prick. I'm like, you know, anyway. So I guess my biggest takeaway from this year, <laughs> I don't know. It's time to refine my shit a little bit more the way I want to. Not the way everybody else wants to. I think I'm going to do a lot more work too uh, within the recovery community as well in regards to people who look like me. That'd be uh, fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just have this whole um, mantra in my head of like, well, the first one is going into this year, wait till they get a load of me. And the second thing is that, you know what? Your time is up and now it's our turn. So just mm-hmm. the best thing for everybody to do. Sit down. Just sit down, move aside, and let us fucking have it. Because you don't want to deal with us taking it from you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's just, I, I've just had I this agree. whole no mercy attitude. Like, I'm just, just yeah. no. Just no. I will tell you how it is. And that if you can't. If you can't accept that, then I'm sorry. You just got to go. You know, like you're not going to force me to, no one's going to force me to do anything more than what I want to do. Nobody's going to tell me. And you know, a lot of this is because of my current car accident and dealing with my employers and just like how I, just how welders all of a sudden became doctors, you know, just, you know, and it's just been like, now hold on a second. This is teaching me something. 
right now, this experience. And that is to like literally unapologetically be yourself, but like just advocate for yourself and just like to move forward in your own direction, not because work wants me to come back because I'm going against their bottom line, right? Which is profit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just, it's time I invested in myself. Actually, yeah. I guess that would be it to invest in myself and to have absolutely no mercy and to unapologetically, you know what? Can everything I just said <laughs> <laughs> to invest in myself, to unapologetically be myself, to double down on being myself, yeah. and to have absolutely no mercy going into the next year. Yeah, that's fucking that's sick. It. Okay. That's yeah. fucking sick. And like, Ignore all the brick throwing stuff. There's definitely no, because you don't want that to happen to you. So don't ignore it. Um, but <laughs> like you don't, I'm telling you, because if the brick throwing happens, it means that you just, you couldn't take what I was saying. It means that someone was trying to be patient with you and you just couldn't accept it. So mm. let's let's have it not get there, please. Um, yeah, you know, there's been a few times this year where... I should have said something and I didn't. And then I stayed up all night thinking about it. And I agree. I want to do more of that too. And I think that doing this and being here and having these conversations with you has pushed me forward in that respect because I am more likely now than I was when we started to say something. There's been, you know, one situation specifically in the last few months that's, I wouldn't say it's been eating me up, but it is it's a situation where like, I wish that I said something and I think that the time for me to have some, have said something has come and passed. But if somebody ever tries to come for me about race, I will not let you go. (laughs) If that ever happens to me again and someone tries to call me racist, Mm. I'm not going to pay attention to the fact that maybe we're in your crib and that it's your day. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to let it slide. I don't need to, I don't, I don't need to respect your feelings in that, in that regard. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Exactly the situation. And I will also add that to my list too, yeah. because I absolutely agree with you a hundred percent. And that good for you. Thank that, you. That, yeah. That makes me very happy. Yeah. Cause Please that was some fucking, fucking bullshit. Dude, never hold your tongue. When it comes that to the race, people being bullshit. ignorant and racist, never hold your tongue. Just fucking yeah. let them have it. That was some of the most ignorant shit I've ever witnessed. Like to be quite honest, like I can't even believe that I did what I did and like had the patience to sit there for as long as I did. Like, Oh, oh God, like thinking about it now, talking about it now, like, yeah, I'm so good on that. And like, I know this is like a big question mark to most of you listening, like colored people, please do not allow yourselves to get mowed over by people who don't know what they're talking about and white people who are here and who are growing and learning with us, as we say every week please know what you are talking about before you talk about it. Please don't just go calling people of color racist when you don't know what the definition of racism is. Please. Just like, that's like, the bare, like bare minimum. Like just don't do it. Yeah. Do the, cr- okay. <laughs> 
like that's the thing I can't understand. Do the critical thinking. Like do the thinking first, then ask the questions. Cause like that, like if you ask me a dumb question, like I tend to just ignore, like I look at them like they're idiots and I'm just like, I'm not even gonna, and that just mean I'm specifically talking about white people and dumb comments they make when they ask me shit. I'm just, I just look at them and I'm like, think about you it. didn't think about anything and you just asked me the dumbest shit ever. I'm just going to stare at you like a fucking idiot because that's like, I'm having trouble processing your stupidity right now. Like that's, I don't understand that shit. I like Like, to throw them with the, the, your, your comment of like, wait a second, send that one up the ladder, send it to management, (laughs) have them look at it. Wait till they sign off on it. Just wait, (laughs) send that one up the ladder first, please. Yeah. Y'all don't just say stuff. Don't just don't just say stuff. Yeah, because these are the reasons why we make fun of you so hard. It's not <laughs> like honestly, like most of the time, like it's not that I think people are racist or anything. Like the dumb things white people say yeah. are just immense, and it's just a lot of it is just uneducated. And you could have figured that out if you stopped and thought, but you don't. You just say dumb shit because you're like, hey, 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 why do you guys? Why do guys smell like that old? Like, <laughs> yeah, because we like, don't fucking cook steaks at home, dipshit. We're from a different country. Our food has flavor. <laughs> like, um, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, the thing, the other thing that I like, I don't understand is when they say, "I just don't understand." So they keep saying the same thing. And they're like, I just don't understand. And I'm like, do you want me to answer the motherfucking question? Or do you want to just keep on saying it and oh, reiterating God. that you don't understand? Like, what do you like, what do you want here? Like you were saying earlier, what do you want here? What been, do you want me to do? Yeah, because there's it's been so many times where like I've been in situations where like, you know, that like folks will go off on their judgment, not just about race, but about the LGBTQ community, about how they don't understand what trans is. They'll just go off, not reading the room at all. Or asking and, the right And questions. then they'll just keep on saying, like, I just don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. And I'm like, okay, well, I do fucking get it. And it seems like we're not each other's people. Yeah. And that's okay. And I'm good. And you have a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Ask the right questions, people. Yeah. Like, I, like I, ha- I have a buddy right who's, who's, like, great at asking the right questions. And he will do the, um, because we're cool, right? Like, he's not a rando. We're cool. We've known each other for a real long time. And he will be like, yo, so because I don't get it, like, I don't understand this. um, Like, here's my question. And he'll be specific. He'll be like, so this is like this and this is like this. So like, why does this mean this? But then this means another thing. And like, I get what he's saying. And because we're cool like that, I will put in the time and effort with him, right? Like, you can't just like go up to like random people and be like, explain this to me. And guys, I say that because it has happened to me. It's happened to me. Like random people who I don't know, like in a class or wherever, will just be like, uh, hey, can you please explain this to me? Or hey, like I, I see that you're a person of color. Uh, can you please explain this to me? What? Fuck out of here. That's yeah, that so just weird. automatically means I know everything about being this color. Well, Do you yeah. ever get that? It's just like, hey, yeah. this is written in Punjabi. Can you read this for me? It's like, I'm first of all, not that. Like, get, get fucked, man. Just because I'm brown, I'm not, like, yeah. all of the browns. 
It's just silly. There's a lot of silly God shit that has happened. Silliness. So, I mean, that's, I mean, not in a nutshell. We talked a lot there, but that my biggest takeaways are those things. What about you? What I know this, <laughs> you've had a lot going on this year. So I assume your takeaways are just. I try to keep it simple. I try, I try to keep it simple. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so something that I learned this year was that, and this is going to be real. Like this is going to be real simple. I'm not going to lie. Like none of you out there have not heard this before. Okay. Practicing gratitude is a real thing. And I, I say this, I chose this because like, I really didn't think it was like, it didn't work for me or whatever the hell. I was never in a positive enough mindset or in a good enough place to, to do this for it to work for me. But practicing gratitude is a real thing. It has opened the door to so many other things for me, like patience and peace. I have little to no expectations of anyone. I show people grace because I don't assume and I instead choose to believe that ungrateful people, selfishly self-serving people, miserable people, and just plain stupid people have chosen to stay on the, their path. And that's their journey. <laughs> and that's not on me. It's on them. You know, like I, I don't have to be party to anyone's silliness and foolishness if I don't agree with it or if it's not for me. The beauty of life is that we can literally do anything that we want. Well said. And like, I just, you do you, I'm gonna do me. If it works, great. If it doesn't, like, I, it's not, no sweat off my back. Like, I just don't need to care about any of those things anymore. Practicing gratitude has really, has really, really helped me out. Which leads me to my next learned lesson, which is that your environment and the people in it really do matter and they really do affect you. Again, like something that I never really bought into for a really long time, but like it's, it's huge. And that doesn't just go for like, you know, your social circle and whatever where, you know, we can curate those circles a lot more, but it also goes for like your workplace and the people that you work with. All of that energy, all of that stuff is really important. And so all of the places that we spend our time and the people that are there shape the energy that you are then going to take elsewhere. And it, it can be a lot of work to, it can be a lot of work to block out all of the negative stuff. And, and we have to do that. And sometimes we have to do that for sure. But it's a pretty beautiful thing when you can just make it so most, if not all, of the places that you go and spend your time and the people that you, that you spend your time with are, are not shitty. And that has been extremely life-changing for me this year. It's something that may suck at first, but after it's done sucking, it's actually pretty fucking incredible. So, you know, this just goes back to the whole, like, you know, cutting the cord with people who are toxic, Mm -hmm. We don't need to do it. Um, and then for my last thing, for my last lesson, and I'm stealing this from the awesome Paula Pant of the Afford Anything podcast, like the first podcast I listened to ever, seriously, like eight years ago or something when podcasts were not a thing. Um, I'm going to slightly modify this, but I can do anything and I like literally can. It's crazy. I can do anything but not everything. So right now, 
I'm really happy doing all of the things that I do. And, you know, you and I have talked about this. I can't choose something to drop. I just can't. I'm not in a place to let anything go. I'm not ready. Uh, and I always take on one too many projects than I should. And that is not sustainable. You know, there will be a day where we can pay for more people to do a bunch of stuff that we don't want to do, right? That will come. But right now, doing too much with not enough reprieve is not sustainable, no matter how positive the intention or outcome. You know, when, when I was having this conversation with you a little while ago about this, I started saying pretty much that exact same thing. And I was like, yeah, but all the things that I do are so good. And like, they're not, you know, like I don't just work for a bunch of shitty companies that are obsessed with capitalism. Like I do so much not-for-profit work and I do this and I do that. And every, like so much of the stuff that I do is for free. And you were like, you sound like an addict right now. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, because I'm just rationalizing and I'm making excuses. And I know what my reality is, is that there's always too many things and not enough time. And I, you know, I continue to rationalize because I feel like I spend my time doing the things that are valuable to me. But again, not sustainable. I need to drink more water and eat properly sometimes and be active. <laughs> and I just... You know, I just, I haven't done a lot of those things in a really long time. And I, I definitely need to spend the next year um, attempting to achieve more balance. And that's, I don't really believe in balance, to be honest, because I think that there's some times where we're really, really busy. And then there's some times where we're really, really not. And so I think that, I think that it ebbs and flows, but it is something that you need to like always be paying attention to is whether you are you know, fulfilling all of the things that you want to be doing, but also like remaining healthy mentally within your body, physically, if you're maintaining relationships, right? Like I think that this year has been unique because it's been a lot less effort, I guess, to maintain relationships because we don't have to go out as much. Like we don't do a lot. The circles have gotten smaller as well, like we've said. So my takeaway is pretty much to do less, I guess, with the goal for next year of doing more as in more well-rounded things, I think. Mm. Yeah. Which I guess all of this to say leads us into our announcement. Mm -hmm. You listened last week. We told you to tune in because we have something to say and it's really, really important. Do you want to do the honors? Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean- not that important. It's important, but it's not bad. It's not bad. It, it's not a bad thing. It's unimportant, but you guys don't know how actually important it is. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah. there you there go. It That's is. it. We are moving to a bi-weekly schedule. So sorry for everybody who <laughs> loves the sound of my voice. You're going to have to hear it once every two weeks. But we're going to be, you know, kind of going into, you know, like this year, you've We've done episodes, you kind of gotten to know what we're all about, you know, the things we believe in, the things we hold near and dear to our hearts and, uh, you know, things that are important to us. And we've also touched on issues that are important to everybody. Right. So, like, I feel like this year we've kind of like done the whole thing of like, all right, gotten to know us. We've gotten to know you guys. This is what we're all about, etc. So now let's not that we haven't been working, but now 
moving into this next year, it's like kind of like now let's quote unquote get to work. So we're talking quality episodes with more quality topics and guests who yeah. have really important things to offer our community. We did mention earlier when we were going through our list of people, uh, we'd mentioned uh, Rizwan Abbas, the archaeologist, and he will be one of our a future mm-hmm. uh, guests on this show. Just, just you know, and just an, that's just one of the guests that we have. I'm looking at our bookings right now and like, you know. Our strategic planning. Strategic planning, (laughs) right? Yeah, we've got some people on the list and like, you know, just, uh, you know, I'm just throwing it out there. That's the level of like people we want to bring on here. Like people who have important things to say, people who are going to bring some real substance to our bottom line. And we also want to fill the in-between time with some more like, I guess social media stuff to get uh, to know you guys a little bit more. And for us to get, for you guys to get to know us a little bit more. Yeah. So, you know, Instagram lives. We had that one Instagram live, which I thought was pretty fun. Yeah, uh, totally. So, you know, you might be hearing a little less from us, but at the same time, not really yeah, hearing like a little we'll less from us. Yeah, like we'll, we'll be around. Yeah, we're around. We're accessible. Yeah. You know, one of the major missions of this podcast is to highlight the voices and talent within our community. And so we're going to do that, right? We haven't done much of that. um, And we've been getting ready to do that. And so like, we're going to go and we're going to hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. We are going to take a bit of a break, which is not a break really. Um, But our next episode will be on January 14th. And we're really excited for 2022. This is our year, our year, our time. We're centering ourselves in a non-selfish way. (laughs) And yeah, we can't wait to get going. And we just want to thank y'all for this past year. Yeah, it's been a slice. It's been a slice. It's been a slice. This contrast between us is pretty... What, do you, what is stark the right word to use? Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Stark, yeah. It is, I mean, yeah. just in this last year, just to cap it off here, like we talk about where, you know, where we started, where we're at now. Mm-hmm. And like just where I, I don't know, just I've come to care about, about a lot more things more and I've come mm-hmm. to know a lot more things more. And like, and I've, that's all because of you. <laughs> there's Aww. a lot. There's a lot of shit that I care about now that I didn't even know about before that I care about now, and that I'm just like, it's just added to yeah. my whole like reason why I'm not gonna have any mercy. Like, yeah, if you make a period joke, I'm gonna slap you across the face, <laughs> and that is because my sister made me care about people who like. Yeah, you made me care about that, and it's not yeah. like I didn't care about that before, but you brought to my attention things that you I didn't know actively, before. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, fuck me, man, this is important. So like, yeah. just to, you know, like this whole podcast and the last two years of my life and the last year of my life and the podcast take and, and just, sorry. It's all been last, so pivotal. Yeah. Yeah. Like the last year of my life, like last two years of my life, I've been clean and sober and the last year of my life, I've been clean and sober and doing this podcast at the same time, which has also been like, I've been growing this whole time, learning shit putting like it this whole thing is a fucking journey for me and like mm-hmm. I, and I can't stress it enough like if I seem disarrayed or like if I don't know what I'm talking about or whatever it, 
it probably is because I don't know what I'm talking about because I'm learning it on yeah. the fly, right? Yeah. I am learning in real time. Yeah, I'm yeah. literally so going through this journey in real time. Like you guys aren't uh, being left out of it. Like when it comes to me, I feel like you guys aren't being really left out of anything, right? Like mm. you are seeing me uh, grow as I actually grow. Like That's pretty fucking yeah, cool. Like, you, like this whole thing is like, I, I'm literally on a journey. Like I started out as a baby. Let's just say it. Like I started this thing out with you as a baby. And now I know a lot more about mm. things than I did before. And I, I don't know. I guess like, I, I guess it's just weird. Like just me going through all this shit in my life. And then also it's being recorded on our fucking show too. Yeah. My growth. It's documented forever. Yeah. Like forever. And I, I, I know I've, <laughs> I'm a little rough around the edges. I get it. And I just know like from, I used to be a lot more rough around the edges and I still am a lot now, but I can just see like the direction. I'm probably never going to lose that roughness. I hope to keep it at all times, but I also want to be more refined and I just like can see where I'm going and like, mm. The journey is just beginning. I fucking don't want to use these stupid <laughs> Almost time for that new year, get... new me bullshit. Yeah, I, and yeah, and honestly, like those stupid ass quotes are actually so like fucking real. Yeah, for me, they yeah. really, really, truly are. Yeah, I really every year is a new year, new me because Seriously, I literally yeah. have not been every single day. I've never been as sober as I was, right? Like, this is the longest I've ever been clean and sober. This is the longest I've ever had, like, a clear frame of thinking. This is the longest I've ever been single, for fuck's sakes. This is the longest that I've never been arrested either. I've like This is the longest time (laughs) in my entire life I've not— Well, I mean, before I started getting in trouble, like— Yeah. This is the longest time. I usually go get a charge every two years. This is a long fucking time (laughs) for me. laugh. (laughs) <laughs> Laugh all you want. It is funny. It's fucking hilarious. It's just funny the way you say it. Like it's, it's not. To it's be. not funny when we're going through <laughs> no, it. But like, no, no, no. I absolutely. usually catch a charge every two years, and I haven't. And so, yeah. yay me. Like, yeah, yeah that's a fucking like, win. Is, it's a big deal. And like, <laughs> you know, I'm not. I I yeah. literally am a person being rehabilitated and reformed as you listen to me. There is no sugarcoating or re-editing mm. or fucking like yeah. hey today act crazy on the microphone <laughs> no or like today be emotional no it's just i yeah what you see is what you get man and like this is a journey so like i don't yeah. know <laughs> it's i almost like thank you for being there for me but on the and mm. for you as well and then and to our people and then also uh i'm so sorry for putting you guys through all this crazy <laughs> like i'm Just growing it hurts poster. man sometimes i need to yell and scream and i apologize for putting you through this shit man i know it must be tough listening to my voice sometimes and like damn this guy needs to shut up like I do right now, so. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so just to make this whole thing maybe come full, full circle here, you have said that you care more about things since, you know, getting to know what I care about. Yeah. I feel like I care less about things now with our conversations. Right, it's the balance. Because I I used to, like, do you remember, like, I used to be like, you know, like, I don't really want to, I mean, I never fucking gave a shit about swearing, let's be real, but it was more so like, 
just, you know, like our speak, like the way that we present. Like there were so many things that I just cared so much about. I was like, don't say this. Don't say that. Like, I don't want to say things like this. And I don't want to make people feel like they might feel like this. Right. Like there was just so much shit that I cared about. I cared about like my image too. Right. I cared about like, you know, because just from working in government in so long and constantly feeling like I was under such high scrutiny. Man, like I just don't care anymore. And like. It's because you don't care. <laughs> and like, it's it's like, a, it's tasteful. Like, it's not ratchet, you know? No, <laughs> like it's care not- more about the things that matter. Yeah. Care less about like- You know, like I used to care, so- I used to care so much, like just like the family stuff too. I was just like, yo, like, I don't really know about like some of the things that, you know, we want to say. I don't know about like certain people listening to it. And now I'm like, I don't fucking care. And you know, some of that has to do with like receiving the positivity and like, yeah, I I did need to be affirmed this entire time in order to feel okay about it. I'm just going to be honest, right? I needed your affirmation to do this to feel like I could do it. And then we went to go do it. And I was a little, you know, weird about it, but still excited. And now I'm just kind of like, like I feel pretty fucking good, like unapologetic, like you yeah, said. Because totally. that's how you show up. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, he doesn't fucking care. Why the fuck should I? Like, why the fuck, why the fuck should I care? Like, I'm like, I know me. I know I'm smart. I know I know what I'm talking about. I'm not an idiot. I have received so much outside of this podcast as well from just being unapologetically myself. And it's been a ride. <laughs> it's been good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there we go. We, we learn from each other. Yeah. I kind of figured that would happen to you. We're so far off on both our ends of the spectrum. Like it's only natural that if yeah. we came together that we'd meet in the middle and that would balance each other out. Yeah. I feel like I'm about, I cry a lot more <laughs> in emotional scenes in films and TV now. And I swear that's because <laughs> I fucking, okay. You know, oh man. It was because of your goddamn periods movement thing. That's what the fuck it is. Like, yeah. that's when it all changed. Menstrual that equity will change That whole thing you. changed me. I'm tearing up even right now. That was when it was like, okay, this is like this is This is real and yeah. this is serious. Yeah, and yeah. we need to do something and we need to be yeah. a voice. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that was kind of like, I mean, I always like got him like- whatever, I'm watching movies, you get in a mode. But totally. I swear now it's just like, I can fucking feel everything more. You just have a lot more empathy. Uh, yeah, 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 you yeah. Do. Way, 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 way more than I, I was always empathetic, but now it's yeah. just like, you know, now it's like too much. I don't like, I'd rather <laughs> stay inside than to deal with like, but I mean, it's not necessarily, it's not a bad thing. I'm just saying mm-hmm. like, it's just made me more compassionate and shit. So yeah, yeah. holy I, shit. We did so fucking good. Oh my God. Go us. Yeah. We're fucking awesome. Yeah. Not bad. Well, thank y'all for being here and (laughs) listening to us through our growth and trauma reflections. And, you know, as always, if you are learning and growing with us and if you connected with us and you feel like you want to share this with someone who is also learning and growing with you, please go ahead and do so. You know where to find us. You know all the places. Thank you. Yeah, guys, thanks.
have a happy new year and we will talk to y'all on January 14th. Yeah, guys. And remember, laugh and grow fat. Bula. <laughs> <laughs>